Welcome to the Empowerment Space Podcast, friends. Hello, hello, my friends, and welcome to episode two of the Empowerment Space Podcast. My name is Carrie Ann, and today I'm going to be talking about something that I am super passionate about, which is stepping into your power and purpose as a photographer. I'm going to be speaking mostly about my own journey and how I came to a point in my life where I was able to step into my power and my purpose. And I'm hoping that by sharing my specific experience, maybe I can inspire and encourage you to discover your own why as a you know, I'm speaking mostly to photographers, but this really relates to anybody, right? Like, regardless of what you do, it's good to feel purpose and it's good to feel like you understand why you're doing it. And it's good to sit in your power once you have those two things. So really, this is to anybody, but I am a photographer. And so therefore, I'm sharing mostly about my career and journey as a photographer Quickly before I get started, I want to do a quick content warning. Um, I will be talking briefly about my experience with an eating disorder and body image issues as well as body dysmorphia. So if that is something that triggers you, I encourage you to skip this episode. If you are someone that is okay with listening to, you know, personal experiences, then I invite you to stick around and listen I also want to make a note that this is now the third time that I've tried recording this episode because it is really hard these days to find a quiet spot in my house. Um, My roommate works from home. My dog barks at any sound that she hears outside. And also it just seems like lately everybody in my neighborhood is out and about like doing lawn stuff. (laughs) And then additionally, my husband has been working half days, so it's like I have to figure out, you know, I don't know. I guess I'm going to have to start recording late night because it's really the only time I'm going to have that's quiet. Um, So if you hear background noises, no need to get distracted. I'm fully aware. And at this point, I'm just so ready to get this episode out to you all. Um, My podcast launches in just three days. And this is a topic I'm really excited to talk about, so I'm really just tired of recording it. Like, I, my plan is to never re-record things, but um, I obviously can't have my dog, like, yelling at people in the background. So, <laughs> here we are, take number three. Thank you for joining, and I'm really excited to talk about power and purpose in relation to me. Before I start, I also want to get in the habit of just checking in. How are you all doing? How is your week so far? I spent my morning um, volunteering at this horse farm that I've been volunteering at. I've only done it twice, so don't get me wrong. It's not like I've been doing this forever. Um, I just started this and I'm really excited about it though. And it is a horse farm that specializes in taking care of retired horses. So a lot of these horses are, you know, in their 20s, 30s. They're retired senior citizens and they're living their best life out at this farm. 
And it's really cool because um, these people really, it's a smaller farm. There's not many people that like manage it and, and run it. Um, but they really care about the well-being of these animals, which is something that I'm very passionate about. And they do energy work, like Reiki on the horses, which is so cool. My mom is Reiki certified, and I'm all about the movement of energy and the transferring of energy, and I believe in that. And so I feel like when I was, you know, asking the universe to put me you know, on a path to like being able to volunteer more and specifically like at a horse farm, I feel like the universe had my back here because like, this is insane that I'm like, I'm at a farm that like, not only is just like really mellow and cool and the people are so nice, but like they believe in energy work. And I feel like that's so cool. So I'm very happy to be volunteering my time there. I really believe in giving time. Time is a non-renewable resource. It's something that we never get back. So I'm very thrilled to be able to give my time to this farm and just go there for a few hours in the morning and just muck stalls and groom the horses and just do whatever they need me to do. Really, it's just really nice to be outside and around horses. So I'm, I'm really happy. And now it's about 115 and it feels weird to be recording this in the middle of the day but here we are take number three let's hope that I don't get interrupted again (laughs) but if I do I guess that is what it is um so the reason I want to talk about my journey as a photographer is because I feel like a lot of people that follow me and interact with me on social media are you know newer to my journey they've started following me within the last few years and I was a much different person when I was starting my career as we all are right like we start you know in one area of our life and we grow and we evolve and we change and the things that we do either grow and evolve with us or we outgrow them and so I'm very different than when I started photography and I want to acknowledge that Because I think it's important for everyone to kind of know, like, you know, my journey and where I came from and, and because all of that is very relevant to why I do what I do now. So, um, you know, I wasn't always a confident person. I feel like now I am, and I would say most people would be able to identify that about me. And that permeated into other aspects of my life, like school, work career, all of it. I was not confident. I was not sure of myself. I had no idea what I wanted to do as a photographer. I just knew I loved taking photos. I shot pretty much, you know, I'll talk about roughly like the time when I started taking on clients, which I was the age of like 21, 22. So my last year of school, I was shooting whatever. I was like, if you're going to pay me for it, sure, I'll shoot it. Weddings, engagements, maternity, portraits, whatever. I was happy to shoot it, even though it didn't fill me up and didn't make me feel like I was doing anything spectacular. Um, I was just trying to figure it out. And simultaneously, I also always assumed that I was going to just like work in the fashion industry. You know, I, for so much of my time in school, I studied, you know, fashion photographers and that area of photography always interested me because... I think I just told myself that like that's the only way 
you can do this as a career and feel like validated, which is totally bullshit. (laughs) But at the time I didn't know, you know, and also I want to note that this was like 2012. Instagram was just becoming like a thing, but like no one was really using it for, no one was really using it for like business purposes or portfolio purposes. So I didn't really have any like inspiration. Like I didn't follow any accounts for inspiration. I didn't, I just kind of was like left to my own device, which was thinking that fashion photography was like the career path that I needed to go down. And so I just like to note that like, I do feel like Instagram has really influenced us a lot since it's become the platform that it has. And so you know, when I was coming up in this industry, like, and learning all these things, we didn't have Instagram as the tool that it is today. Um, you know, I was reading Vogue and I was reading W and I was following all the, the big fashion photographers. And that was kind of where I was drawing my inspiration from. That's not to say that I didn't see other people like owning their own business, like starting their own businesses and like rocking it out. But It just wasn't at like what it is today. So basically that's kind of where I was at mentally, kind of just unsure of everything, feeling insecure in my ability as a photographer, feeling insecure in the direction I wanted to go in. And a lot of that was due to, you know, myself, I was battling an eating disorder and body dysmorphia and I just was a mess inside. Um, So it wasn't until like, I want to also say that when, you know, when I was starting my career and simultaneously ending my college career, like graduating college, boudoir photography was not what it is today. And that's probably why I had really no idea what boudoir photography even was because I was just not interested in that. It was very much about like, you know, the binary of like male and female. And it was like very much like women doing it for their husbands and very much about the male gaze. And like, it was just like very like sex driven and not to say that like those, you know, like if you're a woman and you want to do it for your husband, like do a session for your husband, not to say that that's wrong, There's plenty of people that do that, but the industry as a whole has really shifted away from that. And it's become more about the empowerment of people. You know, it started out by being like the empowerment of women. And then we all kind of realized, well, what about everybody else? Like, what about people that don't identify as woman or man? You know, people that don't fall into a binary when it comes to sexual orientation And now it's become this thing that's about just, you know, I think some photographers, like I, I specialize in working with women because I feel like that's what I was called to do. But I think it's so amazing that there are so many other photographers that also specialize in working with non-binary folks, trans folks, and really like the industry has a lot more to, we've got to keep going in this direction and getting better and and being sure to not exclude anybody from the conversation and from the table, but we have come a long way. And I think that's why I was so disinterested in boudoir when I was younger, because it was so like, it just 
was weird to me <laughs> and it didn't feel very like revolutionary like it does now. So I didn't really know what it was, but I, you know, my friend, my friend that I grew up with, um, she was at the same time as me kind of like figuring out what she wanted to do. And she decided she wanted to start her own business and she wanted to be a boudoir photographer. And so she was building her portfolio and she asked me, Hey, like I'm building my portfolio. Do you want to model for me for a boudoir session? You can shoot me. I've never had one done. And I was like, yeah, let's do this because I was like, sure. Why the hell not? But also I had been seeing the work that she'd been creating and I knew that there was something special about it. And I wanted something in my gut told me like, do it. Don't hold back. Do it. Like I could see myself in the images she was sharing of other women. And that was inspiring. And I had also kind of started thinking like, I really want to heal from my eating disorder. I didn't necessarily know how I didn't have the tools but I knew that healing was something I was interested in because I was tired of being stuck and miserable and like hating myself. So this kind of came at the perfect time and it was really beautiful because I was able to experience my first boudoir session much like my own clients do, which is what I mean by that is they're coming to me and they, they know they want this. They can see themselves in the images I'm sharing. They feel inspired to reach out. They want a piece of that. They want to feel good. They want to feel seen. They want to repair, you know, their relationship with their body and they want to connect with themselves. And so they know that's what they want, but they don't, they don't know what to expect. And that was me. I didn't know what to expect. I had never been in front of the camera at this point. I was very insecure, very uncomfortable. And it was the best thing I've ever experienced. Like I learned how to be uplifted by another woman. I was given the space to see myself. I learned how to take a freaking compliment, which was news to me. And this was also the first time in my life that I felt like I could actually see a light at the end of the tunnel in regards to my eating disorder. It was just like, I felt all of these like amazing like things and I felt so much relief. And like, I never at, up until this point, like I never liked myself or my body. And so to be able to sit and feel seen and loved by the person offering me this session it was just life-changing. And so I think it's really special that I was able to kind of experience this from the perspective of my client, you know, like now it's different. Like I'm much more comfortable in front of the camera. So like getting in front of the camera is not as big of a deal, but back then it was, and it's a big deal to my clients. And I take the work that I do very seriously because of that. Then it became my turn to photograph my friend and this was the first time I actually felt like the work I was doing was meaningful and fulfilling. Like it was like a switch went off and I was like, wow, like, holy shit. (laughs) Like I'm watching this person feel genuinely happy and feeling joy in their body. I'm watching this person like feel confident. And like, at the same time, it's like, I wasn't like posing her to be any other way of, but herself. I was just like letting her be her, not even letting her, but I was just like witnessing her be herself And it just was so cool and so unlike anything I had ever witnessed in my life. And I was like, frick, man, like I just received this session. I feel so good about myself. And now I just witnessed myself giving this gift back to this person. Like, this is what I want to do with my life. And 
if only it was so easy to just like start a business and like embark on this journey, things would be much different, (laughs) but it's not, you know, I was figuring all this out as I was finishing up college. And so my, my journey was definitely not linear. I, I worked a lot of jobs that I didn't like, which I would like to also just take a second to normalize the side hustle that a lot of us entrepreneurs go through. Like we all have had side hustles. Some of us still have side hustles and like, we need to own that. And we need to be talking more about that because I spent so much of my time coming up in this industry, like feeling ashamed for having to work another job. And I want to let that go. I want us to feel like empowered. Like it's okay to have to work another job. It doesn't make you a failure. It's really hard to own a business and and people make it look so freaking effortless on Instagram. Like it's really difficult to do. And so if you have to work a second job or a third job to pay your bills, like be proud of that because that's the shit that keeps you humble. It's the shit that kept me humble. I worked at Ross at one point for $7 and 25 cents a freaking hour. It's minimum wage. And then I couldn't even last through the holiday season. They like, let me go. It's like the first time I was like, let go from a job. Like how depressing. I worked a lot of jobs, like at coffee shops and department stores, retail, all that stuff. And all the while I was still like working towards building a business and I was really trying to like make it happen. Um, and that was when I was living in North Carolina, which was less than a year. So it was a very lofty goal for me to like, think I was going to build a business in less than a year, but I was trying. So, you know, I was working nonstop and just trying to like, I was really trying to like focus more on boudoir. Um, but then I moved to Annapolis, Maryland in 2015 and I felt kind of like, bad about myself at that point because I had been like working at a coffee shop and like was working for my, trying to work for myself at the same time. And so when I moved to Annapolis, I knew that I was like, I got to get a job in the photo industry. Like I live closer to Baltimore. That's where I went to school. Like there's more opportunity here. Like I got to make this happen. So I went for this job at the studio that, um, you know, shot for Under Armour And I started working there and at first it felt really exciting and like what I wanted to do, but something always told me that like, that wasn't for me. And even I remember like speaking to the HR person about like the salary I was offered and it just felt weird. Like I was just like, is this really what I want to do? Like I'm so used to hustling and like working really hard for income. And now I'm like going to just settle and get comfortable with the salary. Like that felt weird. And so, you know, I learned a lot at Under Armour and I, I I learned so much about the fashion industry, like how a set runs, all the people that work on a set. I learned studio lighting. I learned, you know, I shot an editorial. I came up the lighting. I like, I shot a real editorial. It was really awesome. And like an experience I will never forget. And something that has wholeheartedly shaped me into the photographer I am today. Like I, it's the reason why I use a lot of movement in my work because that was what I was doing at Under Armour, but it wasn't fulfilling. Um, I often felt triggered at work because there was just constant talk of like diet culture and, and restriction when it came to food. And I was working in a corporate setting, which was really hard, even though it was like a photo studio, it was like, we couldn't be ourselves because it was a corporate setting as well. 
I went from like standing and working at coffee shops to like sitting nine hours a day. So it was just really a hard adjustment. And I stuck it out as long as I could until I no longer wanted to. And the whole time I was working at Under Armour, I was also trying to, again, build a business and a name for myself because I knew I didn't want to get comfortable. And so I was shooting weddings and also focusing on boudoir. And then one day I just decided like, I'm going to quit. I'm going to be a freelance photographer. I'm going to do what I'm doing now as freelance. I'm going to make more money. I'm going to have more flexibility. And I felt really scared to do that because I had gotten comfortable to a salary, which is like what I did not want to happen. And I was scared. And I remember I was like, do I really want to quit? Like, do I want to walk away from this? Like, am I just being a big baby? But no, like I was miserable. And it turns out that the week I decided I was going to quit, um, the studio I was employed by didn't even renew their contract with Under Armour. So we were all out of jobs anyways. And so the universe kind of just reassured me that I was making the right decision. And I felt much better about everything that was happening because I had already been planning my exit. And so I felt in power, like I felt like in control and I knew that I was making the right decision. And it was just the moment that I decided like, and I realized like, okay, I'm never going to work for somebody else full-time anyways. Like that's not to say I won't ever get another part-time job or I'm like, Oh, you know, I'm above that. I just mean like, I will never like go into a corporate situation and work for a salary. That's just not me. Um, and that's really kind of like the moment where I realized, okay, like this is it. Like it's all or nothing. It's sink or swim. I knew I was going to be moving to California in about a year and a half. And so I used that last year and a half in Annapolis to just like push myself. I worked so hard and so many days and hours. I was freelancing for Under Armour and I was freelancing for other um, apparel companies. And then I was also just trying to like learn everything I could about owning a business. And I was just trying to like figure it all out so that when I got to California, I could just hit the ground running. And that's exactly what I did because I told myself like, look, it's either sink or swim. And I don't, I don't take, I don't fail at things. Like I'm like, we're doing this. Like if I do something, I'm going to put my all into it. And that's what I did. And since being in California and like really focusing on boudoir photography and my own business, I've really found my voice and having a voice and having a why has really enabled me to feel powerful in the work that I do and feel confident. And I really feel like having that voice and that why and the purpose sets me apart from other people because there are a lot of people that do boudoir photography. It's a very saturated industry, but what makes, you know, same thing with wedding photography, it's saturated. Everyone and their mother is a freaking wedding photographer. And same thing with boudoir photography. It's become very popular to shoot. But I fully believe that like your purpose and your why and your voice is what sets you apart. And when a client is trying to decide who they want to book, it's how they relate to you and how they connect to you. So it's very important to discover this about yourself because if you go on about life, not knowing really what the whole point is or what your purpose is, you're kind of just like, existing and that's fine. Some people are totally okay with that, but I feel like my soul has been around for a very long time. And so I personally feel like I'm on this quest to, to change people's lives. And I take the work that I do very, very seriously. And 
I'm able to do that because I do feel a level of confidence in myself that I've never felt before. I feel like I know what the fuck I'm doing (laughs) and I take a lot of pride in the work that I do and I take full responsibility for the work that I do. And I know that there's a lot of responsibility in the sessions I offer and like the photos that I take and, and, um, I own that and I can own that because I feel confident in myself. And so my clients are able to feel confident in their decision to book with me. And ever since I stepped into that freaking power, things have really shifted and things have changed. I'm able to just like trust the process more versus trying to scramble and make decisions out of fear which is so big for me because I'm so used to making decisions out of fear. Um, I spent so much of my life being afraid of like not succeeding. And I've just learned so many valuable lessons since living in California and starting a business. And um, part of that is just like trusting the process. And especially in 2020 where we have been tested more than we haven't, I'm really putting all that I've learned to, to the test, which is so, um, amazing to be able to like, to witness and experience. And, and even though it's scary, it's like, I've learned so much about myself. Um, so I just think it's so important for us as photographers specifically to really understand like the power behind what we do, regardless of what you shoot. So I hope that this episode inspired you, maybe left you with a little fire under your butt to take action and kind of just like check in with yourself and maybe journal about why you're doing what you're doing or what's important to you. Maybe you've lost track or lost sight of yourself along the way. And I hope that I can help you get back to what's important for you and why you're doing what you're doing, because there is a reason why. So that's it, my friends. If you're still here, thank you for listening to me, listening to me ramble. Sorry, sometimes it's really hard to talk when you don't have something to read. <clears throat> I feel like I go in and out of past and present tense and my my grammar is terrible when I'm talking <laughs> without, without like a script or anything. Um, but that's it, my friends. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a stellar rest of your week. If you're listening to this, um, Thank you. I really appreciate your support and I will see you on the next episode. Bye friends.